0: Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How is everyone out there in Internet land doing? We hope you're doing well. Uh, Hans, how you doing tonight, buddy?
1: Good. I actually was like smiling was as I'm, uh, as you were doing the introduction. I'm kind of thinking I'm like, oh, wait, we're not on audio anymore. So I can just our video anymore. So I can just like sit here with a straight face and it really doesn't matter. I just look like a clown now. I do <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how you always look. Like, yeah, yeah, we still sure, yeah. enjoy seeing your yeah. lovely smile. <laughs> um, doing good, though. We are already uh, strangely into February, February. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. It's coming up. Ooh, yeah, you got somebody in mind for Valentine's them. Day, Hans? You're you're both getting something special.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> I hope it involves steak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so go to Chow, let's go. Yes. Oh, oh uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Harry, how you doing tonight,
2: buddy? <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. I'm I'm a little hurt. You started with Hans tonight, but I guess he provided the comedy, so mm-hmm. we'll rock with it. Um. Not really enjoying the snow we got recently. That wasn't enjoyable at all. Um, but really looking forward to, you know, now that we're out of January or and we're into February, as Chris likes to call it, or however he pronounces it over in uh, his way. Uh, yeah, whatever. There's actually, there's actually some solid product coming out. I know we've had a lot of series that have been out, you know, Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker series. And there's been a couple you know uh, streaming options out there, but we're finally starting to get some movies with, you know, February, whether they're good or not, time will tell. But, uh, you know, my favorite movie of last year, um, the worst person in the world will be out on the fourth. So by the time you guys hear this, it'll be out in theaters. So um, I hope you guys check it out. It's uh, the worst person in the world. So um, take the opportunity.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. For those uh, of you who live in the Northeast with us, specifically, pennsylvania new jersey were slammed with uh some snow so hopefully everybody's okay there i know my back was uh feeling like bruce wayne after a meeting with bane for a couple days but uh, (laughs) here we are and i'm all good you gotta get you gotta get a smaller driveway my guy i know i have a huge driveway and then uh i help with my neighbors also because they're 85 so (laughs) somebody's gotta do it yeah gotta be done just remind them that you do in the driveway the next time you want to get
2: like loud at the house you know what i mean just be yeah. like listen remember like you want your driveway
0: shoveled cuz oh, to our territory i get loud all the time it's all right they don't hear me yeah. <laughs> and and if if, if by some uh, miracle 85 my 85 year old yeah. neighbors are listening to this podcast i'm sorry <laughs> We love Uh, it. Yes. Uh, All right. Well, so here we are. Uh, Tonight's topic is Fave Five animated movies. So we are going to be talking about our favorite animated movies that were theatrically released because there are plenty of home video ones, but um, we don't include those. Those don't count for the purposes of
2: this list. So I don't think I got that memo, but uh, luckily I avoided it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, common sense. So this is how we roll here. It's <laughs> true. So, You're right. <laughs> um, it's all about the silver screen. Anyway, uh, we're going to start with our honorable mentions, and I will kick it off. Um, my first honorable mention for uh, fave five animated movie uh, is Moana from 2016. Uh, Disney You're movie. Welcome. Yeah, just so so good and you know you'll probably hear me say this about a lot of the uh uh the picks that i have but it really was like a breath of fresh air um it was just so Mm. different from some of the other stuff disney had put out before um you know you get the uh the theme of uh you know not feeling quite like you belong where you're at and you uh you want to go out on an adventure and and uh, go for it um Voice cast Ali Carvalho and, uh, you know, The Rock were tremendous songs by Lin-Manuel Miranda were great. It was just uh, a gorgeous movie to look at. Just really, really well done effort from Disney, uh, which is, you know, they they can be hit or miss. Pixar tends to hit um, quite often, but Disney animation proper kind of has a more spotty record. But this one was really out of the park for me. Uh, next up was from 2017, the Lego Batman movie. I uh, oh, love it. <laughs> absolutely love my this. Heart. And I, you know, I was going back and forth between this and the Lego movie because both of them are great. But um, Lego Batman, I, I felt uh, I enjoyed it just a little more because it had so many inside jokes and references and Easter eggs, uh, just the way that they played the characters tremendous uh michael cera as robin fantastic um will arnett as batman also amazing uh just super funny and you know it, it, the story talks uh, or revolves around kind of the um symbiotic relationship between joker and batman and also uh batman feeling he can do everything alone when in actuality he has a family so uh yeah just a tremendous movie lots of humor lots of heart uh and then finally my last pick is from 1986 transformers the movie uh long before michael bay got his hands on this and made a jumbled mess of cgi uh this uh beautiful uh beautifully animated movie from 86 um was great it was a continuation of the cartoon It broke my little heart when I was a kid because so many Autobots die in this. (laughs) Uh, It's just brutal, including Optimus Prime, spoiler alert, the main Autobot uh, passing away. They just, you know, and the whole reason behind this was they wanted new characters for the show so they could sell more toys, blah, blah, blah. Um, And totally discarding any uh, feelings that, you know, kids would have for these characters. But um, this is uh, one of these movies that I, every time it's out on a new format, I own. Like, I've had it from VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, now 4K. Like, I've, I've got it all. I just buy it every gen. Uh, we're in new technology. Um, and the movie's great. Uh, very interesting soundtrack. Um, I'm there for the Stan Bush songs. Weird Al's Weird Al. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of uh voice talent in this uh classic um just a great movie uh very heavy on sci-fi um and yeah I, i don't know one of my faves so any thoughts from you guys about moana lego
1: batman movie or transformers the movie um I can go off and say I have actually not watched Lego Batman movie or the Lego Batman movie. <sighs> um I know, I know. Um and I even seen there's a Lego movie too, right? So I've only seen yeah. the original Lego movie. I know oh my and I love and I absolutely love the 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 Lego movie. Um I, I I don't know why. I think that like I think that came out in February and that was like probably just like a, it came and went for me, and then I, I wanted to see it and then I didn't. And I know it's on I think it's on HBO. Um it, so I have to uh, go it- I know it was in the past. It might still be, but definitely check it out. Yeah. So I, I you know, that's, that's that's you're all right. And um, I, I think like going back, I you know, I I've seen it, and I really do want to go back and watch it um, because I was such a fan of the like animation in the first and the story in the first Lego movie. So I'm glad they kind of expanded it. Mm-hmm. Um, Moana, it's you know, I, it's definitely like you said, Disney's hit or miss. Um, it was a hit for me. The soundtrack, great soundtrack. Um, voice casting i'm not a fan of the rock like acting at all um but you know he was not the like he was the rock i guess essentially in 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 animated form but um i thought he he was definitely like a good good addition to it and um yeah it it was it was actually like a really a really like kind of touching movie um and I don't own the soundtrack, but I, I'm not, I've you know, streamed some of the songs while I was in my car alone. That's fine. I'll <laughs> admit it. Um, and the other one you have uh, Transformers the movie. I was back and forth whether or not I was going to put it on my list or not. Um, but uh, I know this is probably the first movie I ever uh, openly cried in um, when Optimus died. And uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I still watch it and probably get teared up whenever I see that, even though I know it's coming. Um, animation's great. Um, it it, it kind of, um, it, it's definitely like a very 80s like style, um, mm. like animation. So many like cool, like, like cool, like people that did some voices in here, like Eric Idle was in it. Orson Welles did the voice of Unicron, which is one of my favorite like sci-fi um, characters. Like even though he didn't really do much, he just like kind of floated. But he had some like great dialogue in it, and Orson Welles' voice is like terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, I think if a they director had,
2: you guys should uh, check out uh, pre pre Star Wars era uh, movies uh, of Orson Welles. So <laughs> uh, nice. he, he does those. he does enough.
1: Uh, you know, doing the voice of a uh, is good for me. <laughs> yeah, um, that's all. Eighty six is like right. You know, right Super. there. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it, it's great. I mean, I, I think that. You know, but as you said, Michael Bay put his unfortunate touch on the franchise. Uh, I would say if they ever go back and stop that, I'm not getting. I'm not getting into this. And um, I, you know, I think if they continue to make live action Transformers movies, if they build it on just like, like on Cybertron and like that whole like away from Earth and like just get rid of the Earth characters and just have the transformers and, and introduce unicron i would love to see a, a live action unicron but i don't think i we ever will I'd, well it's not uh, if they continue it's when
0: because i'm pretty sure they filmed yeah, the they next sequel. Oh, yeah great like i, I think it's oh i'm done. sorry
1: i'm sorry the next live action unicron movie it's a uh, moonfall that comes out this weekend <laughs> <laughs> let's go uh, um yeah but no good good choice for audible mentions thank you
0: Hair. any uh, takes on mine
2: uh, yeah, I mean, uh when it comes to Transformers, the movie from you said nineteen eighty six, right? Just so Correct. I, I hear that. I was negative two. Um, so not even a thought in my parents' eye, um, or eyes, I should say. Um, and you guys might have well been speaking a foreign language when you're talking about all the Autobots besides <laughs> uh the main one, Optimus Prime and and what's Megatron, right? That's Megatron. The, that's the villain. Yeah. 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 Other than that and Bumblebee, like I don't think I, I could tell you. This is, destroyer dark side something like dark slide oh, or something no yes Darkslide. You're, on a, you're on a roll there Unicron. There, yeah i'm not listening Unicron. unicorn got it jesus cool. um you guys are real real cool guys um Darkslide. so yeah don't really care about transformers i'm sure it's great i'm glad you have that moment where you guys cried as six-year-olds watching this movie
0: um, I'm gonna go headbutt the work. wall after I finish this.
1: Six-year-old, six, <laughs> six I'll cry when I'm 26 years old. Yeah, that's
0: that's, <laughs> that's great.
1: Um,
2: Moana definitely, as Greg was saying, breath of fresh air with it. Absolutely loved it. Um, you know, one of those movies that just kind of stuck with you. Um, you know, the moment you saw it, and I'm trying to remember the guy in Flight of the Concords who voices the crab. Um, Billy Island, Jermaine no, Clement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Love, loved his like little cameo when, when the, when the crab shows up and I'm shiny. (laughs) So I'll stop before we get, you know uh, you know, before we get too much into the song and Lego Batman movie, Greg, a man after my own heart. Absolutely love the Lego movies. Can't recommend them enough. Um, Would highly suggest if you haven't caught them or maybe that one or the second one of the Lego movie, you should definitely do it. As a man who played with Legos until he was far too old to admit, and still gets Legos for Christmas. AKA last night. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he still gets Legos for Christmas uh, every year, at least in some sort sort of form, small or large. Um, Absolutely uh, love the Lego movies, and uh, this won't be the only Lego movie appearance on uh, on these lists. So Mm. uh, totally, totally love that pick. It's 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 probably the more um, the Lego Batman movie is probably the one that, like, if you're not really, I wouldn't even say like Lego nerd, but it's like more pop culture right. I would say. Um, and that one is, you know, definitely easy watch.
0: Sorry, it's all good. Cool. Uh, all right, hands, what do you got for honorable mentions? All
1: right, first one from 1991, the second oldest on the list. So <laughs> don't get too excited, Harry. I know it's before, like, in the early Harry, I was and negative 80s. 17. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: this oh, it's is Star uh, Wars,
1: 1991, uh, Rockadoodle. Doodle. Um, so, rock-a-doodle. If ha- if have it, yeah, if you haven't, yeah, if Harry's gonna sing all the musical songs from from rock-a-doodle. Um, yeah, a Doodle, it's minute. a very old movie. It's it's hand drawn animation. Um, I honestly don't know what studio produced it. I don't think it's Disney, um, but it's like right up a Disney alley for um, mm. for like that type of movie. Um, it's about I'm not gonna go too much because it's hard to explain what it is. It's about this kid <laughs> who uh, has uh, is reading a story. And he becomes a cat and he uh, goes into a cartoon world where Rooster is basically Elvis and he goes missing and the cat and all the animal friends have to find him. Um, But he's like the biggest thing in the animal world is the rooster. And he has to crow because if he doesn't crow, the sun doesn't come out. Mm. Um, So there's that Um, great movie. Real quick with Uh, that. uh, I don't
0: know who did the animation, but it was directed by Don Bluth. And he's done a lot of classic animated movies. Oh, nice. Mm,
1: okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, rockadoodle. Just, I I gotta say, I gotta find a soundtrack to it. See if it's lot <laughs> of choice. Um, next, I have Big Hero Six, um, from 2014. Um, this is not a. It feel this feels like a Pixar movie. Um, which I always forget that it is not. But it's like right up Disney's alley, where at, you know, first 15 minutes tugs at your heart, like just punches you in the mm. gut. But, you know, it, I, I love the relationship between um, Hero and Baymax. Baymax is, is such a unique character, um, like, you know, in, in not just Disney, but I just think overall, um, you know, he's a, a healthcare provider, but he turns into a, like to be a superhero. And, you know, it, it's not necessarily like I, what I like about it is it doesn't just focus on Hero and Baymax, but it also focuses on like the members of the team. And, you know, it has some nice twists and turns to what you think, you know, where it's going and. You know, by the end of it, you're probably crying like in Disney fashion, but it's a it's a definitely I and he's one of my favorite characters to meet in um, in Disney. So if you ever have the opportunity to go to Disney, I know they're not doing character meets, but when they bring them back, Baymax is great. So um, other one I have is 2013 The Wind Rises. Um, This is a Studio Ghibli movie, which I um, I did not. I saw it with. the English voiceover cast, so it's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, John Krasinski. Wow, um, I forget a couple other people that were that were in it. Um, it's basically about uh, the look who. that's uh, uh, a basically story about the man who designed a Japanese fighter planes um, during World War II. Uh, does not. I honestly, when I first read about it, I was not interested in this movie at all. Um, but you know, I Studio Ghibli has a really good track record. And so I, I did give it a shot and it's actually like, it's a really like beautiful movie. Um, I, I think it's, I, I actually, when I bought it, I did go back and watch it with, um, with the Japanese um, dialogue. So that was actually pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it's Studio Ghibli. They do not, I they have another one on my list a little bit um, that I like a little more, but it's definitely, a, it's a really interesting story of how they, Kind of how he goes developing the aircrafts but it's not something probably like 10 years ago i you know would be interested in so i'm glad that uh you know kind of opened my eyes more to that that style of uh of animation so yeah um and then the last movie i have is nine um that is a kind of a post-apocalyptic movie animation um it's very very trippy movie so um it's got Elijah Wood is one of the voices I, there's there's a ton of people in this movie so it's basically like he's like a puppet kind of person um who uh, without spoiling too much in it he's like basically like a rag doll and he wakes up in like kind of like this post-apocalyptic world to try and figure out like what's going on. You find out that he's the number nine. There's other ragdolls that are kind of around there with other numbers as well. So he meets them. And they go on a little adventure together. Um, but without spoiling kind of the end, it's a really cool. That's one of the first movies I saw with that kind like with that style of animation. And it and it I thought it was really cool. Um, for I mean the year it came out was 2009, so I think they they it was a very ambitious movie. I don't think a lot of people saw it, but I think those who did, I haven't really seen, heard anyone say anything bad about it. So yeah.
0: Stuff. What do you guys got, uh, so <laughs> rock I, I, we had mentioned this, uh, before we started recording, but, um, I, I have only seen it once and that was when it was in theaters. So <laughs> 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 uh, my memory is very, very, uh, uh, tiny for um, what I remember of this film, but I do remember enjoying it. Uh, so no further comments, Your Honor. Um, as far <laughs> as uh, Big Hero Six goes, uh, great pick, um, really good. This is one, just like you said. Like I, I keep forgetting that it's not Pixar, that it's straight up Disney, but um, really good. Uh, and you know, they they adapted it from a Marvel comic, but the adaptation, the movie is very different from the comics, but it's still uh very enjoyable and good and like Mm -hmm. you said baymax is just an all-time great character um definitely in the pantheon of disney movies wind rises i haven't seen it yet uh i'm gonna refer to it as studio ghibli but i i'm not saying you're wrong i don't know that there is a correct pronunciation um but uh studio ghibli movies all on hbo max i've got this in my queue this is one of the few i haven't seen yet but i plan on watching it and uh nine um uh, the thing that most stands out for nine for me is uh, the trailer had "Welcome Home" by Coheed and Cambria playing. Yes, yes and it I, I for those that know me, uh, Coheed and Cambria is my all-time favorite band. Uh, I haven't seen the full movie, but I've seen bits and pieces on cable, and um, it, it's very intriguing. It almost reminds me of uh, for video game fans out there, a cross between like Oddworld and Little Big Planet. Um, That's a good shout so it's uh it like Han said very cool animation um, very you know post-apocalyptic feel and vibe uh, but I liked what I saw I just um, I, I haven't seen enough to, to warrant a full comment uh, Harry, what do you think about these was was nine uh, Burton
2: was that a Tim Burton movie no was Sean, that some... uh,
1: Shane Aker. Acker
2: uh,
1: um, it sure. was, but it did this has Everything Tim Burton, like written yeah, all it's, over
2: it. Like it's got like yeah. Burton vibes, and that's mm-hmm. why I thought it was. But um, but yeah, I, I believe I saw nine. I don't think it stuck with me as well as it did for you, but um definitely as as Greg and you have mentioned, worth, worth it worth a check out. Um Wind Rises, uh big hole in my animation game is uh Ghibli or uh Ghibli movies. Um, so I've only seen two. Uh Kiki's special delivery service. What's so funny, Greg? He said Ghibli or Ghibli movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're right. I did um, so, so, yeah, big hole in my game. I've only seen Kiki's Delivery Service, which I absolutely adored. Um, and just it was just nice. Uh, that's the only way I could put that. And My Neighbor Totoro, uh, which I enjoy, um, but I wasn't as huge of a fan. I think it's kind of one of those things where like he's an iconic character, um, Totoro, and it's kind of like the face of it. Um, and, and, you know, had I been there a day one, a one fan, uh, I probably would feel the same, but definitely cute and adorable, just more Totoro. Um, that would be my suggestion.
0: You got to get your Ghibli game up, my guy, just like I did I with, uh, uh, Denis and, uh, uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, you got to get Listen, your Miyazaki game up. The
2: wife didn't hate it. So we'll continue to get our, our, uh, Miyazaki game up for sure. Nice. Um, big hero six. um, Wife loves this one. I enjoy it. No, no, no further comments. Um, I mean, I think it's it's all the things you guys said. I just, I don't have anything more to add, um, but it does punch in the gut uh, a couple of times. Uh, rockadoodle. Absolute classic. Absolute banger. Great choice, Chris, for honorable mention. I saw this on your list and I got flashbacks to my childhood. Um, you know, Shanti Claire. Is that, is that what they Yep, Shanti Claire, Shanti Claire. Yep. Um, big emotional moment there at the end. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Check out Rockadoodle. Stop what you're doing this weekend. Pop in the VHS. Get it rocking.
0: It's funny that you say that because I, I was just going to say, if we were around doing this back in 91, I guarantee your quote, an absolute banger would have made it on the VHS box. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Oh, man. <laughs> Ain't nobody else out there calling rock doodle an absolute banger.
1: Oh, uh, dude, man. When Me you're, I mean, I'm not saying it's
0: not. I'm just saying nobody else is saying that.
1: And in <laughs> Harry fashion in 86, when Transformers were to come out, of it's fine. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> listen, everybody.
2: Listen, I'm a fan of we'll, we'll have to get into it on our Transformers pod. But uh, I'm a fan of the Michael Bay ones. So, get out. Um, you're out. No more. Um, I'm sorry. They're an enjoyable time. I'm deleting you from
0: my phone. All right cool uh all right so let's text. move on I still have your number <laughs> we will uh hair um, what do you got for honorable mentions yeah, yeah
2: yeah so honorable mentions for me so i have three honorable mentions and like chris who cheated and put four but that's neither here <laughs> nor there we won't get into it here um my first honorable mention uh the incredibles 2004 um this movie was actually nominated for four oscars um it won two adam best animated and sound editing um You know, the what I what I enjoy so much about The Incredibles is that like as much as I dislike the Marvel movies sometimes like this was kind of at a time like right before, you know, the Marvel studio got big and it was like we kind of had some, you know, good Spider-Man movies and or maybe one, maybe two and, like, the X-Men movies were okay, and I can't remember Fantastic Four, but, like, this just was, like, the superhero movie to go to, um, I felt, when I, was, when I first saw this. And, uh, you know, there's, there's great voice work from Samuel L. Jackson, Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, directed by Brad Bird, um, who was, like, hot on the, uh, on, on the game for a little bit there. And, you know, it's just about an undercover, you know, a family of undercover superheroes trying to live their quiet suburban life or forced into action to save the world. Um, and, you know, this movie just for me, I think it's a staple, you know, um, as far as if you're looking for, you know, an animated movie to go see. Um, even though it's admirable mentions, I, I still think it's it's a must see um, for it. Um, moving on, uh, more recent one, uh, 2020's Soul. Um, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about you know, Big Hero Six punching in the gut. This movie really punched me in the gut. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it because someone else has it on the list that I'll piggyback off of later. But, um, it was nominated for three Oscars. It won two for original score and for animated. Um, you know, voiced uh, by Jamie Foxx as the main character Joe. Tina Fey has a role, Graham Norton, um, directed by Pete Doctor and Kemp Powers. Um, for that and uh, yeah, just a, a fun, well, a, a interesting movie. You know, picked as Disney likes to do with diving into you know what makes people people. Um, you know, kind of like Inside Out, you know, in Soul. Um, so it kind of it kind of pulls at you a little bit of trying to trying to figure out you know in a, in a fun way for children and for adults uh, to learn who you are as a person um now this next one honorable mention might be a little contentious um on the list because we could get into it if we want but 2009's fantastic mr fox now looking at imdb which i always do before creating these lists to make sure they fall under the proper categories um fantastic mr fox is listed under animation um now we can get into the specifics of that uh but i'm sure we will Uh, But it was nominated for two Oscars, didn't win anything, Um, doesn't mean doesn't mean anything other than it was shortchanged. It is also directed by Wes Anderson, uh, voiced by George Clooney, Meryl Streep, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Willem Dafoe. um, I'm trying to remember Owen Wilson. Um, So all the usual Wes Anderson heads. Um, It's a it's a it's a I I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. uh, A roll doll. Is that Roldal? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Sorry, thank you, thank you, Jay. I always appreciate you going for the uh, pronunciations there. Um, and this is just a fun little movie about an, you know, an urban fox. Uh, he can't get, resist uh, rate returning to his farm and doing his raiding ways of, of, uh, of I guess the bandit life as they like to call it. Um, and he, he must help his community survive the farmer's retaliation from what he caused. Um, it's uh, it's got a lot of comedy in it. Um, and it's uh, it's stop animation, I believe. Um, is the term, and uh, that might be where it's a little contentious. So I'll throw it out to you guys, Greg. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on my honorable mentions? Mm, okay,
0: not a not as big a fan of your honorable mentions here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. All of a so, sudden, I trash
2: Transformers, and
0: all of a sudden, you're not a fan of my nominations. Sounds shocking. So here's the thing incredibles incredibles um it's so weird because i am a huge comic book fan i uh you would think yeah i so you would think yes but for some reason i just don't enjoy the incredibles uh now granted i've only seen it once but um I am more of a credibles 2 type of guy is that that no i didn't uh, even bother with the second one because i didn't enjoy the first (laughs) one um now, maybe I will revisit it uh, for an upcoming pod topic, uh, hint, hint. But um, yeah, I just, uh, when I saw it, I it was just meh to me. Like, it didn't stand out. It was just another comic book movie and uh, not a good one in particular for me. Um, I know that I am firmly in the minority with that. Like, everybody loves this movie and goes gaga for it. But uh, yeah, for me, it was just kind of bland. Um, Soul. I'll wait until we talk more about that to give my uh, my thoughts and comments. And uh, fantastic, Mr. Fox. Admittedly, I was going to bust your chops on this because of the stop motion thing. But it is called stop motion animation or claymation. Yeah, you know, the yeah. mation is in there. So I can't give you too much grief. Um, I actually saw this for the first time uh, within the past year, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it was a really yeah. good movie voice talent tremendous uh Wes Anderson uh like you said I mean I believe he was in our top five directors um or if not you know he was definitely yeah yeah, the convo so uh fantastic movie as the name implies and uh way to go everyone should go and uh check it out um but yeah so those are my thoughts on two of the three and we'll get to soul later on uh Hans what'd you think
2: shooting 33 <laughs> <laughs> percent
1: um yeah so just uh get it out of the way we'll talk about soul in a little bit um mm. for the incredibles i'm kind of in the boat with greg a little bit um but um i have only seen it once um I've, i you know i remember watching this movie and thinking that for uh, an animated movie this movie is so damn long it's like it's like mm. two hours which is in animated and like without previews and everything that's a long time yeah and and i remember watching it like like, this movie is like lasting forever like that and cars are a lot longer and i and i've watched cars a lot recently um and they're like two hours um it's all right i mean the animation's cool and you know i like superhero stuff um I, i enjoyed it i never i watched it once and I always forget that it's that it's like a Pixar movie. And when the second one came out, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. There's a the first one."
2: Mm. So
1: I watched it, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't put it in top tier. I probably put it bottom tier Pixar for me. But um yeah, I I just maybe like in that bottom third. But it's all it's all right. I just, Interesting. I think there's other movies in the in the in the Pixar scale that I enjoy a little more. Um, what else? And then we have um, Fantastic Mister Fox. Other than Grand Budapest Hotel, that's my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Great choice. Um, yes, it nice. is considered animation, um, even though it's stop motion. Uh, great voice cast. I watch this maybe once a year. Um, it, it's a very very enjoyable movie. Um, it's a it's a PG Wes Anderson movie, I believe, which is yeah. which is fun because you know once Finn gets to a certain age, I can show it to him. I'm sure, he'll he'll like it. Um, they don't curse. They, they you know, do that like substitutes with, uh, what's he say, cuss or what the cuss or whatever. You cussing at like me. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, I, I think it's, it's it's cool for adults because like some of the stuff that he says, you're like, oh, I know what he was going to say, but, you know, kids don't have to hear it. Um. Yeah, and even Big like with, with with stop motion. Yeah, with stop. Uh, like with his like stop motion. Um, even dogs, I all dogs. I really enjoy by him. So I think yeah, he does solid. stop motion really well. But yeah, good choices. Uh, two out of three. I'll give you that.
2: Wow. Look at me. Look at me. You put them all together, and I'm shooting 100. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well said. Uh. All right. So we're gonna move on then. Uh. To our lists proper, and I will kick it off. Uh first one of my fave five is batman mask of the phantasm from 1993 uh co-directed by kevin altieri and a a couple other folks um so this movie uh was considered by fans for many years to be the best batman movie um it man (laughs) if you guys haven't seen this movie it is so good uh the one thing, and I'll just get it out of the way: the one thing that is a little disappointing, especially rewatching it in modern times, is the animation. Um, it it doesn't hold up quite as well; it looks a little janky. And I'm wondering if that was because uh, they didn't give them a full feature length film budget, and instead they just mm. gave it to the animators uh, that normally handle the. Uh, the animated series of Batman that was airing, and said, All right, now you're working on, you know, a 90 mi- uh, minute feature. Um, but that aside, uh, story is just tremendous. It's a very, um, for being an animated film, it's a very adult uh, feature. And, you know, not necessarily in terms of, um, uh, I-, I guess, violence or sex or anything like that, but more so. Uh, the complex nature of the characters and the relationships, uh, we get a really robust look at uh, Bruce Wayne and and what a complex character he is, and it's not just um, a facade for Batman to use uh, during the daytime. But you know, this is a guy who had a life, and he found someone to love, and both he and that person um, couldn't overcome the traumas in their lives, and it, it led them down to similar yet distinctly opposing paths and uh mm. it's it's really just like i said you know complex and uh and a breath of fresh air to watch you've got kevin conroy voicing batman um and mark hamill is the joker two icons uh and you know i know i know hands doesn't feel great about uh the dark knight I would say the Dark Knight became the best Batman movie when that came out, but this is still a very close second. Uh it's just man, it's just so good. Uh so anyway, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. That's my first pick. Uh what do you guys think about it? Uh
1: I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Um and I know that like I was obsessed with the um the animated series. Mm-hmm. Um so I was I, I remember I, I was eight when this came out. Um so I was like kind of excited to 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 see it um i i don't like looking back i don't think it was like a huge box office hit Mm-mm. um considering the like you know the um what it's about like it's a batman movie and this came off what two three years after the michael keaton movie and um i i, I, I so this I, was
0: I, four years after 89 89,
1: for four 89, that's it, right. but i think
0: it was only one or two years into the animated series airing
1: uh, yeah and I think it was like kind of like one of those bold things that they they kind of thought, like, you know, let's Batman's big now, let's try and like extend the animated series. Um, I, I I haven't seen it in a while, and I'm actually really glad that you put it on your list because now it'll give me some motivation to go back and watch it again. Um yeah, from what I remember with it, I I mean Conroy, who's been doing Batman for God knows how long, like since that series started mm-hmm. and you got Mark Hamill still like he was uh, same thing as, as him and Conroy go together. Um, I I remember a li- little bits and pieces about the story and, you know, about like, and I, I, I mean, I love the animation in that. and I love the animation in like the series. So it was really cool to, for them to do that. And when I watched it, I mean, I saw it when I was eight and I think I didn't watch it again, maybe till I was like maybe in my mid twenties. Um, but I mean, I, that's been almost 10 years. So I think it's kind of like kind of go I'm due to go back and rewatch. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, don't bring up the dark Knight around me um, <laughs> or dark Knight rises. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's Laundry's done. That's Thank you. That was the buzzer. That's the buzzer that goes off when I speak ill about the dark Knight. It's yeah. like, no, no, no yeah. Your take die is over. Time. Yeah. I, I got Catherine in the back with a taboo buzzer. She's like, oh, she's do like, it. All right. Hair. Uh, yeah i mean
2: um so this this movie i didn't catch i think until they had a 25th anniversary show in like 2018 um and was always kind of told you know this is like the the animated go-to when it's talked about comic book movies um and i saw it and not taking anything away from it i i think it had been maybe overhyped for me um, and I kind of went in with like really high expectations. And while it still delivered on a lot of those, it, it left me a little cold. Um, being like I maybe it was the runtime, maybe it was, you know, like I said, the hype for it, but still a thoroughly enjoyable movie. You know, Mark Hamill, you know, voices the Joker, I believe in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kevin Conroy, as you guys mentioned, you know, if you if you guys are, you know, in the nerd world, you definitely obviously know this. Um, but you know, for me it's uh it's definitely worth worth checking out. is it available on HBO Max, Craig? Do they have it on there or where did you find it? I know
0: it was I don't know if it still is because they rotate yeah. stuff on and off, but uh right, I actually yeah. watched it think, on
1: D V D it's. Place. Yeah DVD, I think nice. it okay. Still is. I, I okay, for some reason yeah. I feel like recently I saw it within the past few weeks, right. but I well just my for my the people out off. there if if they if they haven't checked
2: it out yet. Um but yeah I mean this is definitely definitely worth checking out um, you know like Greg said it does have a good heart of a story you know and for you know animated features as far as you know leaning towards that an adult could watch it and a kid could watch it and kind of you know have different you know experiences with it um you know I definitely think this hits uh, all the right spots for it so uh, a great choice for uh, a top five
1: thank you. I- Oh go ahead. Oh god! I was uh, say in terms of animation, I I think like in Batman animated movies, I think my favorite would be the Dark Knight Returns, Part One and Two. Like mm. I, I, that's like a little bit ahead of this, but I, I just combine that into one movie because mm. essentially it is. But um, but yeah. Also I mean, not that's... theatrically released. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I will say uh, has Wait, yes, Harry, it was? Mentioned...
1: Yeah, it was. I thought or was it
0: not? No, it was not. Oh, I right, it no. was. Well. No, The Killing Joke was... Um, oh, that's... I, I got mixed yeah, up. Yeah, that was released okay. Uh, yeah. okay, as a Fathom event. That one I liked um, a little more. Yeah. Uh, with this, remember. Harry, you mentioned the runtime. So I I incorrectly stated it was 90 minutes. I was just exaggerating. It's actually uh, an hour and 16 minutes. Um, yeah. Was that a turnoff for you being so short? I, you know, I, I, I think it's one of those
2: things where, like... You know, sometimes you go into these movies and you think it's like when you hear like like I'm going to see The Godfather later this month Mm -hmm. and it's the first time I'm ever going to see it. I'm very excited to do so. And it's one of those where it's like I know I'm going in for like a three hour epic. You know what I mean? And it's part of the reason why I haven't sat down to watch it, because it's hard to convince the wife, you know, life catches up to you. You want to be in the right mood for it. Um, So I've set that time aside and I I, maybe I thought it was like, oh, that's it. Like we're, we're heading out. You know what I mean? Um, or there isn't more to this story and it kind of, you know, it wraps up, um, you know, and I, maybe that was it for me. Um, but you know, to pinpoint, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know expectations were high. I think I saw it with Tim or, you know, with one of you guys, maybe, maybe even was with you, Greg, I don't know, maybe hands. Um, but yeah, it was like, Hey, this is, you know, amazing. And, you know, I walked out and enjoyed it. Like I said, I, you know, it would definitely be a three and a half or four star for me, um, but it's just something that I think just left me a little bit, a little bit to be desired. Um, you know, it could have been that it was a little bit older. You know, we talked about rock a doodle. I'm sure if I watch rock a doodle and say, guys sit down for an experience, you know, it's, it'll have that weight of that, that nostalgia, but I think they will also be like, no, was kind of corny, man. And it's like, yeah, you're right. It is corny. So
0: no way I heard from a trusted source. It's a banger. So yeah, well, listen, that, is. <laughs> that guy knows what he's talking about. It's, yeah. it slaps. It's banger. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that was my first pick. Hands, what do you got?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with 2005 Final Fantasy Advent Children. Um, so I'm I'm che- I'm cheating a little bit here, but this was ha- was released um in a few th- theaters, but it was released on video as well. So that's my uh, my out on this one. Okay. Um, so uh, if you've never played Final Fantasy 7, um, I have we- I've talked about this before on our video games podcast, which I think I cheated on that one too. Because um, it wasn't live action; it's animated, so right. just all over the place. Um, if you never played Final Fantasy VII, it's a very long game on PlayStation. It's a role playing game that um, they just re released on the uh, PlayStation. Part um, of, next partly, gen. <laughs> <laughs> partly, yeah, um, yeah. They 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 basically made a forty hour game out of like a, a eleven or a forty hour game out of a, like an eleven hour section in the original. Um, it's basically, um, you know, they consider it like a direct sequel. Um, the events in this, like, you can actually not play Final Fantasy and catch on to what's going on in this movie. Um, animation style in it is fantastic. The action in it is fantastic. Um, brings back a few of the old characters. Like most of the story revolves around the main story from or the main character from the originals, Cloud, um, but. You know, a couple former people come back and, um, you know, the main villain, Sephiroth, who is in the games, who's one of my favorite video game characters of all time is is in this. And the last like the last 20 minutes of this movie, it's very, um, you know, I feel like it's kind of like a like a weird kind of version of it, like anime, um, where the like how the fighting style goes on. But it's just like some of the dialogue in it, like the script's fantastic um the yeah, like that just the animation in it is great um i forget the guy whatever the guy I, I think uh the guy who voices superman in the animated stuff is uh does a voice in the mm,
0: tim Daly. i'm trying to
1: think no um the other guy george newburn yeah mm-hmm. does the voice of seth sephiroth which i as um i heard it and i'm like wait a minute like this dude's voice sounds like really really familiar um and this was the first time that i watched um like final fantasies this was before games really had voiceovers on everything and you didn't know, like, so they kind of gave a voice to some of the characters, which was cool. Um, Cause I haven't really seen that before, like from video games to like direct sequels. So that was, cool. but yeah. Um, I don't know if I, for when we talked about it before, if either of you guys saw this. So
0: <clears throat> I, I did see it. Um, but I think this is going back. Uh, I believe nah. I rented it from blockbuster. <laughs> Nice. i think
1: i'm not gonna lie i think i bought my copy from blockbuster because they were selling them uh back in uh, you know we're just aging ourselves here now
0: yes uh yeah i mean from what i recall i i remember um enjoying it and it was the same deal where it's uh very anime influenced, especially the battles. Um, you know, I just remember Cloud and Sephiroth jumping off of each other's weapons and like, you know, doing double jumps midair and then bounding off each other and then clashing again. And you know, is very that style. Which hey, hey, I'm into, so it was cool. Um, I don't have a lot of comments about it just because I I don't remember a ton other than, you know, basically reaffirming what you said, which is you know you can kind of watch this and parse together what happened in the uh the game if you haven't played it but uh but yeah I mean I think it's a solid choice uh the Cg from what I remember looked really good like it was well animated um, and I'm always down for more uh ff7 related content so
1: yeah solid pick with the wait like 10 years for the next one
0: yeah
2: <laughs> hair hair yeah you guys are speaking foreign language to me <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you guys are saying um hopefully some of the audience can uh, you know maybe translate i am completely zero on anything final fantasy um i do remember i think i started like i remember this being a show at the theater at some point when i worked there um i just remember the name the advent children and i said what is this um i you know obviously i know final fantasy is a game um yeah whatever chris said for it sure sounds great uh no opinion on this uh no vibes uh i do i will say i have seen some of the trailers i think for some of these final fantasy stuff um or and this animation style is interesting and unique um you know i i i don't want to compare it to arcane which i think is that new netflix show but it sounds like arcane might be similar in the fact that it's like kind of different um animation so yeah i guess kudos for that chris but
1: after all the time that i've known you i know that you will hate this movie absolutely hate this movie but i think you might like the remake the game remake hour 41 Uh, of the movie i should say yeah no i I really honestly think you'll enjoy the game the the remake i think gotta go into the
2: backlog though so Mm yeah
1: that's fair the dreaded backlog
2: I got a wow. game from like four years ago that, uh, still, still cranking <laughs> out. So can't play
1: FIFA forever.
2: <laughs> uh, they keep coming out with it every year. So it keeps just returning <laughs> in the cycle. My guy. Uh, all right.
0: Hans. Thank you for the pick. How, uh, what do you got?
2: Yeah. So, um, mine, I, 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 I don't know if we mentioned already, but mine aren't in order. Um, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's just, you know, what, the way I have it on my list. Uh, but I have 2009's, uh, up. Um, now, this movie, you know, we talk about punch in the gut. Holy cow. Um, this one really opens with a punch in the gut. Uh, but Up was nominated for five Oscars. Um, it won two uh, original score and animated feature. And it was also nominated for Best Picture, which is pretty rare for an animated movie. And it just goes to show, um, you know, the power that this movie had. I think it was also nominated because, if I'm not mistaken, I think Dark Knight was 2008. Mm-hmm. Um And after The Dark Knight, I I think, you know, the Academy realized we have to open up the pool. And 2009, I think, was the first year for 10 nominations uh, for Best Picture. So could have been part of the reason why Up was nominated. But it was one of I think it was the first nominated Disney movie since Beauty and the Beast. Um, But, you know, you guys at home can fact check me on that. Um, So Up is about a 78 year old Carl Fredrickson travels to Paradise Falls in his house equipped with balloons and inadvertently taking a young stowaway. Um, now, Carl Fredrickson is voiced by the the great Ed Asner. Um, Christopher Plummer also does some some voice work in there, and uh, Jordan Jordan Nagy, I believe, is his name, uh, does the voice of young Russell. Um, directed by Pete Doctor. so another Pete Doctor movie, which isn't uh, uncommon in the Disney Pixar universe. Um, and this movie, for me, I, you know, again, just getting personal. Um, you know, I always wanted to be the guy who fell in love with the girl who like lived down the street or was in the neighborhood or, you know, had built that relationship from day one. Um, and that didn't happen in life. I I met my wife later in life and absolutely fell in love with her. Um, and you know, she is my soulmate. Um, but, uh, you know, up for me is an, an an important, you know, movie and a very moving story just about love and, you know, uh, embracing life. Um, and it, it's it's a really emotional movie, I would say. Um, so, yeah, Love Up. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on Up um, and how you guys feel about it uh hands I'm sorry, what about you
1: i i, I just want to just make a comment really quick that just made me crack <laughs> up because like i just imagine as you were saying all things she's like pinching the back of your neck just like yeah. as she like pop she pops into the picture
2: yeah. um well we all but, we all start out we all start out with like beliefs and thoughts in life and what we want out of life and it, just, it, the, just it, it was just it like
1: perfect it was perfect timing like she yeah, was like just, standing by the door waiting for you to talk about us
2: yeah, I know. I know. She's uh she's a real piece of work, that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um no, this is a good choice. Um I, I love up uh like uh, you know you guys were at our, our at our wedding, so they did we did have a couple up themed things on there. Um that it's a big big uh movie in our household. But um yeah, I, I it's the the first 10 minutes, like I, I always people Ooh. always I, I've seen people on Twitter say like what's the like the the best opening for a movie and I always want to say up but then I remember like it's such a great story and then it's just like right at that like eight nine minute mark it just like like punches you directly like square in the stomach yeah. and it, it is no like a, it just, <laughs> and it just like honestly like it, it's such a heartbreaking story because it's like right after that you realize like you know Mr. Fredrickson's like this old guy who just like doesn't like doesn't really want to deal with people and you know he meets the young boy scout who takes him uh, like inadvertently on an adventure to I think the movie kind of I don't want to say it falls apart but it gets a really like odd mm. when this old man is fighting another old man on a blimp like a little towards the end and I'm like all right this is like and then that even like the ending of that gets a little dark where you're like all right like that's strange, um, <laughs> but it. Uh, I, I mean, I love the characters in it. I think there's only like, I, not including the dogs and Doug, like you put Doug in here. There's only like five characters to keep all keep track of, so it's nice. Um, and it, it is a good story. I think once they get to like Paradise Falls, or, or you know, in that area, and they meet like Kevin um, and Doug, I, I think that story really good. It goes on like a def- like a really different path than what i thought it was going to go on because i don't think i saw the trailer for it i think i just saw like the quick like five minutes where like the house floats away and you're like well this is like really cool like i wish i had a house that did that and the trailer didn't really show you anything after that it was just like here's an old guy who sold balloons like you don't you don't know where this is going so yeah greg what are your thoughts
0: uh, my thoughts are I can't remember. Does he have running water after the house takes off?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't Probably, think so. Don't know. Does Maybe he have to see it's like a hose water at some points, but I don't. That's gotta suck. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, Up is a uh, tremendous movie. I I really uh dig it. Um, I don't dig Doug. I think that his character is just kind of. Is dry, uh, for you? yeah, yeah right. basically i like i really love uh you know carl and and russell but doug is just kind of like yeah whatever um speaking of carl ed asner r.i.p because you know he passed mm-hmm. away last year but uh tremendous voice actor and actor in general um he'll always be my uh j jonah jameson he he uh, voiced that character in um the spider-man 90s animated series and, yeah. as well as uh granny goodness in uh uh many dc universe animated stuff uh but anyway um yeah up. i mean like you guys said uh the first uh 10 minutes or so super super emotional um and you know just going through the gamut of emotions from you know heartwarming and and beautiful to just gut punch and bittersweet and all that stuff Mm. and uh um but the rest of the movie, uh also really, really good, even though uh it does take um some turns that are unexpected. Uh yeah, I mean, I think Pixar knocked it out of the park with this one. They they did a really good job. It's a great movie, and I'd uh recommend anybody going to check
1: it out. Like Thanks, the guys. balloon well, balloons like shouldn't they like pop and that like well they do, but it's just like I feel like they should just like They shouldn't have made it that far, but whatever. (laughs) It's neither
0: here nor there.
2: (laughs) We'll catch you on the director's cut, Chris. You can uh, (laughs) pose those questions.
0: Get them on here. Uh, All right. So next up uh, will be me. And my next pick is going to be 2017's Coco, uh, directed by Lee Unkrich and won uh, the Oscar for Best Animated Feature. Um, Coco, man. Who this movie? Uh, talk about um, just all around uh, stupendous. I mean, gorgeous animation. Again, you have, and this is a, a Disney Pixar feature, so it's um it's not just straight Disney, but uh, um, yeah. you know, something that is different and a breath of fresh air. Again, where it's uh wildly different from anything else that they've produced. Uh, I love the the themes around the day of the dead and family and remembrance and, you know, keeping, uh, loved ones close. Um, you know, all, all of that stuff is just a uh, great, uh, the characters, uh, Miguel, Coco, uh, Dante, the dog, uh, you know, Hector, uh, his, uh, grandfather. I mean, all of that stuff, very funny, very good. And Ernesto de la Cruz, uh, um, <laughs> I mean the music. Oh my God, the music! I'll pop the soundtrack on, you know, randomly. Oh, yeah. uh, I love the music. It's just it's such a friggin' great movie, and I've watched it, you know, countless times since uh, since it was in theaters, and uh, just rewatched it again recently. But um, I don't, man. The the ending to that movie. It, it, now, having seen it so many times now, it doesn't hit quite the same. But uh, but mm. when I first saw it and you know subsequent times after that the ending hit like a ton of bricks and uh i i'm not gonna lie i had the waterworks running full force man yeah um i mean it was just uh it's very powerful and especially for people that you know miss their family um you know if your family's not with you uh it just goes to show that you know you can you can still keep them inside and and keep them alive in your own special way um so, yeah, I mean, I just absolutely adore this movie and
1: uh, um, I don't know.
0: What do you guys think about Coco?
1: Um, I was, oh. Oh, oh, God, you can go first. this time. Go ahead. Uh,
0: okay. Thank you. I
2: appreciate You're that. Um, yeah, this movie, uh, I mean, you talk about the movie that slaps with the soundtrack, Greg. I mean, I think you hit it right on the nose there, um, you know. Um, poco loco mm-hmm. um, is is a, is a jam that I like to that I throw in the uh, iPhone rotation. I like to call it my iPod, but my <laughs> wife says that makes me sound old. But um, I don't think so. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, this movie um, really hits you. Uh, you know, it is about family. Like you said, Greg, it, it's interesting how your family, you know, and, and it, you can just have certain beliefs or thoughts you know the the whole movie kind of starts out with like we don't do music here in this family and it's like well what happened why don't we do music somebody tell me and it's like we just don't do music and you start to find out you know what happened and the reasons why um you know and it's just how you can kind of change you know your family's perspective on you know let me be like this is my passion i want to do this you know and i think about that a lot with video games i mean obviously i never you know became a famous youtube streamer or anything like that but you know growing up and your parents are like you're staring at that screen all day it's going to make you blind you know and stuff like that and there's that relatability you know that every kid goes through where it's like you just don't understand um you know what this means to me so um yeah lovely movie hands your thoughts
1: um i this was another like pixar movie where like they do this thing where they don't they only show you like very little and i just remember the trailer ends and it's just like him looking at the city and it's just yeah. like, I, I remember Beautiful, like visually, gorgeous. you're just like, this is like an amazingly animated movie. Like there's, it's very colorful. Um, there's just like, I like throughout the whole movie. And I, I think the story, I, and I love like where it went. Cause um, you know, the whole, the whole movie revolves around like the theme of family and you, you kind of get to see him, go through with Hector all the way through until they get to Ernesto and you find out the truth about mm. like a few things. And and, and I think it, it really, it, it really kind of came out of nowhere. I think um, especially like, you know, it's Pixar. So it got a little dark um, with, you know, when, when it's, when it's revealed, um, you know, about like his heritage. And um, I, I think that like the, the soundtrack, I'm just going to get that out of the way is, is great um, mm. I, I think that was like one of the few soundtracks that I've, I've like kind of purchased in the past, like five years. Like I, I don't, it's very rare for me to, to buy like something like that. Um, especially like a Disney soundtrack. I like my wife's all over it, you know, we're a Disney household, <laughs> but, um, yeah, this movie's been on, on TV a lot. I think whether it's like FX or like Freeform Um, and you know, we always, you know, we always keep it on. Um, it's, I think it's, this is considered top tier Pixar for me um i think this would definitely be in in kind of like my arguments of saying like it's an in, in, instead of um you know incredibles this is like probably top third for me um but i i have only seen it probably in whole like twice like two or three times but like i said when it's on like we'll you know i i definitely will will watch it and uh yeah i i yeah enough can't be said about it um and i i i, I know there's so many rumors about and i think this um i know it probably made a a bunch of money at the box office but i feel like it should get some more recognition so like i think in like mexico in um in epcot i think they should like put some more in there like re-theme one of their rides to a coco themed ride and i would be very very happy
0: do it you're not not talking about the three caballeros get rid of it
1: it. oh man make it coco I love it's three time. Caviaras, though. <laughs> that's it. That's that's prime uh, nap. That's like five ten minutes of nap for me. <laughs> geez, All right. Uh yeah. Well, thank you for your thoughts, guys. Hands, what do you got next for us? Uh, two thousand seven TMNT. Uh, for the interesting the, for the young heads listening, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The young heads. Um, I mean, they, they know what get. turtles are. Just there's different iterations now. Yeah, I know, but, like, TMNT, like, uh, I don't think, you know, you have to spell it out. Because they're like, what's that? What's TMNT? How many, you know, there might be some young kids that are like, we don't know who they are. There's um, no young kids listening to this show. <laughs> there might be. I don't know. Um, the, the Ninja Turtles. Uh, this came out in 2007. So um, I, I remember they were trying to kind of reboot the series into hopefully make it um, – you know, they had they had the live action ones, which were fantastic in their own their own
0: well, you know, time. One of them is <laughs> in their own time. <laughs> um,
1: but this like strictly like was a more serious tone for um, for the mm. turtles. Um, the action for like an animated movie at, at, at this time was like some of the fighting scenes in this are are absolutely like breathtaking um my favorite one of my favorite fights in like movie i'd say like top like 15 20 would be um leo and Raph fighting on the rooftop in the rain which i think is like such a act like such such an awesome like scene um but they they kind of they keep a lot of the um you know the the traditional characters um they don't go too far like it's a it's a basic like you can really understand it without Knowing who the turtles are, they do a pretty good job. Um, but you know, the turtles kind of at this point went their separate way, so they kind of have to like reunite. And um, you know, Splinter's in it. Um, Chris Evans, uh, he he is he's uh Casey Jones, who is much better than the live action Casey Jones. I'll just throw that out. Um, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. He does he's like a narrator. Um, and uh, I, I always mess his name up Mako Mako. Marco, yeah. Um does the voice of Splinter, which um I love his his voice of Splinter is much better than the uh the nineties. I think that might have been his last role too before he passed. Yeah, um, I believe so. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like fact checking too. Um but yeah, I, uh, I I just I love I love this movie. Like, and I'm not even like a huge fan of the original, like the live action ones, and the ones that came after. With I guess it was like was it Megan Fox was in those ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. they are absolutely terrible. Um, and and I was never like a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan growing up. So when I watched this, I just remember being like, yes, like this is this kind of like blew me away. And I, I feel like it's for a forgotten movie, and it didn't it's not really well rated. Um, but I, I feel like this kind of went like disappeared and it makes me sad. Oh yeah. Sorry. Not real sad. Sorry, I'll give you a hug next time. I see you. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Greg. What are your thoughts on this? So
0: I am a huge fan of, uh, the Ninja Turtles. And, um, I actually just recently rewatched the three, uh, live action movies that preceded this. Um, the first one, one slaps, Greg.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go first on.
0: one is total banger, man. Total banger. Uh, <laughs> the second one, mm, it's got some good aspects, but it's a bad movie. And the third one is just trash, like pure on which ones, which one's the secret of the ooze. That's the okay. second one. Yeah, no, that, I is love the, that, that is one. the that best one, that opening one scene. Yeah, the opening scene mm-hmm. when they're in the
1: mall is great. Yes, that's
0: one of the best parts of the movie. The opening. The scene. only problem
1: is the only problem <laughs> is there's a whole other movie. <laughs> yeah, after that.
0: exactly. Um, so I bring those up because this one kind of uh, is meant to reboot, uh, like you said. It I, it can be played as like a sequel to the first movie, um, but uh, when I when this first came out, I remember. I really, really love this movie, and then um, with subsequent viewings, I found that the first half is awesome, and then the second half kind of struggles to hold my attention a little bit. Uh, that's not to say that this is a bad movie overall. I, I really enjoy it still. It's just um, it doesn't hold as special a place as it used to for me, but uh, you made some really valid points, you know, in terms of that, that fight between... Uh, ralph and Ralph and leo ralph <laughs> i'm thinking of uh, something else coming later <laughs> raf and leo um i love sarah michelle geller as uh, uh april oh uh, yeah yeah um you know i believe uh it wasn't um uh patrick stewart the uh the bad guy yeah. yeah so uh so yeah they had some really stellar uh voice talent in this and uh they made it work, um, and yeah, even though you know uh, this isn't, this doesn't quite hold up for me with time as as well as it used to. Still, really good, and still miles better than the last couple of live action iterations that we had on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'd say this is a good choice. Eric? Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
2: um, I, you know, when 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 I saw this on your list, hands, I, I did some research and was trying to remember if I'd seen this or not, um, to be honest. And I believe I did. Um, and if I didn't, it just kind of goes to show, uh, if I did, it seems a little bit forgettable for me. So I don't think it had much of an impact on me. Um, secret of the ooze. I'll go back to that. Still slaps. Um, (laughs) you know, uh, if you're looking in my mouth a little bit, if you're looking for some teenage mutant Ninja turtles to watch, um, I'm pretty sure I saw this. It's it's really surprising me. It was the one movie on all our lists that I was like watching the trailer. I was like, did I see this? I'm pretty sure I did, but I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah, I'll leave my thoughts at that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, but solid choice. I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad it was important <laughs> to you and I'll hug you next time I see you.
1: You just prove you prove my point when I say like it's a forgotten like gem. And- yes. Like, you yeah. don't even know if you saw it. So that's fair. Well, it
2: was 2007. So it's like I did work at the movie theater then. And I'm pretty sure I got free tickets. And I probably was excited because I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Um, Not you know, as much Thursday scary. night with Solomon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't I don't I don't remember. I don't. All right. Remember. That's fair. Well, right. tell us about something you do remember.
0: What's your next pick?
2: Yeah. So my next pick, thanks, Greg. What a transition. They don't call you the best in the biz for nothing. Amen. Um, Is 2014's The Lego Movie. Now, Greg had mentioned Lego Batman movie, which I think is is really hilarious. Um, but Lego, the Lego movie for me, and subsequently the second one, which I would say isn't as good as the other two, but still story-wise really holds up um, when you put them together, um, like two Lego pieces. um. It, uh, it won. Uh, it had one Oscar nom for original song. Um, I don't believe it did win any Oscars. It did not. It was only nominated, which real shame somehow not nominated for uh, animated. And uh, I don't remember the nominations that year. I might do some digging in between, but I do remember this movie did come out in February. So there's a chance it missed the previous Oscar run and then just maybe got forgotten about, but absolute banger as they say on the on the on the streets and the kids are saying um but it's basically about an ordinary lego construction worker um you know is perceived as special and what's so special about him? uh you know a lot of good voice work in this um are obviously the man of the hour as far as animated voice work goes chris pratt um, voices Emmett the main character coming I mean, um, soon to
0: every movie
2: <laughs> yeah uh, Elizabeth Banks is uh is wild style uh Will Arnett is Batman um as well uh Alison Brie as um Unikitty um and uh yeah Anthony Daniels even comes and does a C-3PO voice in it I can't um, forget Charlie Day
1: Charlie, Charlie Day plays Day. Charlie yeah, Day. He has
2: his uh yeah, his Charlie Dayness in it. <laughs> Will Forte is in it, is Abraham Lincoln. Um this is also directed by Christopher Miller and Phil Lord. It won't be the last time you hear their names uh on this podcast, but absolutely uh at the top of the animation game right now. Um now you could make a a criticism of this movie being animation because there are some live action moments of it, but I don't think it takes away from the animation of it. Um and there's a really good heart story. You know, I, I picture myself as the Will Ferrell, Ferrell character um, in the future with having all my Legos that can't be touched in the basement um, and my child wandering around wanting to play with them. So really looking forward to that and uh, going Lord business uh, on everything there. Uh, but yeah, what are you guys What are you guys thoughts on the Lego movie? Chris, I, we saw this together, which is why I'm so hurt that you never saw the Lego Batman movie and you never saw uh lego movie part two um just real upset it really hurts I for- me
1: inside i forgot about the live action part of this um but it really hey. hurts man sorry um well you'll right. get over it tomorrow um yeah i i absolutely love this movie um i'm you know i apologize harry for not putting it on my list but um <laughs> But I, it's I you made I, it up
2: with Rockadoodle. I I forgive you.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I forgot. I forgot this movie like came out so long ago. It came out like eight years ago. Um, yeah. which I had no, I feel life. like it came out a little, yeah. Um, uh, I, it, it's so much to like kind of like, I, I know growing up, I was like big with Legos too. So this was like, I don't want to say it was like a dream movie to see, but I, I just actually like seeing some of like the, the, all the pieces together, like, you know at like at the time lego Batman i mean, still think it is like lego batman stuff was like huge and the the star wars stuff um you know i i honestly the only thing i i dislike about this movie and it's not a bad thing is the fact that i had that that friggin' song stuck in my head everything is awesome uh in my head probably two years every day yeah. Um. Like every day, I would just like sing it, which isn't a bad thing. Um. I, I absolutely love that song, but um. Yeah. I mean, it, like every other, like, you know, animated movie uh, has like a really good um, has a really good like story with it. Like towards the end, like a lot of heart to it. Um. I I had a feeling once they had this and like you know they were gonna start milking it with like Lego Batman and like another Lego movie. Uh, it turns out those movies actually turned out to be good. So hopefully we get more of them. Um, yes. I'll watch them eventually. Um, probably Speaking before of Captain Marvel. Um, but yeah, I mean this is definitely um this is like a Judd Apatow list of casting. Um where <laughs> they have like like what Will Ferrell, like Charlie Day, like Dave Franco. Like they 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 basically they called up um Apatel to say if all these guys were available. Um and Saturday Night Live. It's it's you know, I've heard Chris Pratt was in this, but again, he's in everything.
2: So if it's animated, yeah. he's in it now. If it's, it's animated, oh, yeah. It's
1: got to be a was, when, when you were saying, like, it's voiced by the main character's voice by, and I'm like, wait, I'm like, I forget. And you said Chris Pratt. I'm like, oh, of course. How could I yep. forget him? Because he yep. literally voices everything. So, Greg, <sighs> what are your thoughts? Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love the Lego movie. Um, it is wild. Like you guys said that it came out so long ago. Um. I toyed with having this on my list, uh, but it was between this and and Lego Batman. And again, you know, I, I ended up going with Lego Batman, but uh, but this one is just it's right there for me also. I mean, it's just so good. So funny. A um, lot of humor. I remember uh, when I first heard that they were making this movie, I scoffed at it. I was like, <laughs> oh, Lego movie, oh, this is going to be terrible. What could they possibly do with this? And then sure enough, I sat down to watch it and uh, it was just tremendous. Um, absolutely fell in love with it. I don't enjoy the second one as much, nearly as much. Like I wouldn't say go out of your way to see the second one, but the first one and uh, and Lego Batman movie are two movies you cannot miss. So if you guys have not seen those, uh listeners that is um by all means definitely go and check them out and yeah like you guys had mentioned there's a who's who of voice casting and uh even just (laughs) no no role is too small that uh that old gem um you know they've got people like Channing Tatum I believe played uh was he Superman I think I think he pretty, was, yeah. Or even sure Green he Lantern, was. I think maybe he was okay. either Green Lantern yeah. or Jonah Hill, no. Green Lantern, yeah, Jonah Hill was Green Lantern. Yeah, Jonah Hill was Green Lantern. Channing yeah. Tatum was uh Superman. Yeah. So I mean they've got all these different characters in there. Um, and you know, some of them have large parts, some of them have small parts, but they're all funny. Yeah. And uh it's it's just a, a heck of a good time to watch this movie. So I-
2: I will say in defense of the second one, as Greg mentioned, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's on the level of the of a Batman movie or Lego movie. It does do a good job of continuing the story mm-hmm. of the Lego movie from the first one and, you know, kind of the outside of the Lego world and even inside of the Lego world. So I think it does a really good job of kind of keeping that cohesiveness when you thought it would have just been, oh, Lego movie two, the second part. And it's like, I guess maybe you just think they're going to reboot it or do something different or you know, whatever, yeah. and they do a good job of kind of showing the other elements of that, which was uh, really nice. Liam,
0: Neeson, we'll say did that you that we... guys mentioned him too.
1: He's another I one didn't. great in that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
1: is a um, point. Great call. I, I, I think like this is probably one of my like top five favorite like Morgan Freeman roles.
2: Um, he
1: is so <laughs> funny, like as uh, a Vesuvius. I think his name is <laughs> um, as the wizard. Uh, he has some of the funniest lines, like that. Like he he's definitely has, you know, we all know who Morgan Freeman is and one of the greatest actors ever. And he has like the way he delivers some of the lines is just like, so like, is, is prime, like Morgan Freeman, where it just, it cracks me up. I I just, I I just thinking about it now, like going back, I'm like, I think he was definitely my favorite part, but yeah, Liam Neeson, like all these names that like, they, I feel like uh, there are a lot of actors that definitely like love, like doing these like small little projects. Like, yeah, he like voiced the cop and like Morgan Freeman, like, They're A-list actors who will Mm. do these small little things, which is cool.
0: I 100% will go back and watch this at some point within the next week. (laughs) Just because talking about it is getting me all hyped for it. So it's (laughs) like, all right, I I got to rewatch this again. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I I think this is an excellent pick. Thanks. No prob. Uh, All right, moving on. Uh, It goes back to me and I am going to throw Wally. Uh, from 2008 Mm. uh, out there Um, directed by Andrew Stanton and uh, won an Oscar for best animated feature Um, (laughs) just a a great movie again very unlike um, anything that had come before you know it's got a a future setting and the the main characters are all robots uh, not human at all while he I mean he he barely talks (laughs) I it's and you've got he's the main character he's centered around that yeah uh, or the movie centered around it but um very unique setting and you immediately fall in love with him uh i don't know it's it's so wild you know just because he's this cute little precocious robot doing his task day in day out living a lonely existence and then all of a sudden some uh something comes into his life and sets him on this grand adventure all in the name of uh love and uh it's just um it's a really, really cool story. Uh, I love that it's set in a, a future, you know, dystopian earth that's kind of been ravaged. Um, so, you know, it serves as a warning where hopefully we won't get to that point uh, if enough people watch Wally and actually care. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, I, I don't know. I just absolutely love the movie and uh, uh, definitely one of uh, a top tier uh, as uh, hands would put it, uh Pixar movie for me. So what do you guys think about Wally hands? Harry, you want to take this one? Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is on a, uh, this is on my list as well, actually um, with uh, this movie had five Oscar nominations It won best animated feature. It came out in 2000. Did you mention 2008, Greg? I 2008, might have missed, missed yep. that a bit. Yeah. Right. The year before up. So obviously we talked a little bit, I think it would have and could have been nominated for best picture, um, if it was definitely 10 categories there. Um, you know, Greg kind of hit the nail on the head as far as the dystopian future. And, you know, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed for our for our kids' futures and for our futures, that uh that isn't the case. Um, although I will say the people on the ship ship, they kind of look like they're enjoying their lives. Um, <laughs> you know, uh the situation yeah, maybe them, a little too because- much. <laughs> yeah but that's because they don't know of another possibility um which which comes up and uh you know as greg mentioned it's a story about love and you know the things you will how far you'll go for a loved one or someone you really truly care about and uh it, you know i think the first 28 minutes of the movie there's not a word spoken um you know so it kind of just throws you into this movie and you know it's amazing how you can get a movie like this and how quiet it can be in the theater just for a kids' movie where you're just kind of watching things um, happen as opposed to hearing dialogue come your way. Um, but yeah, beautiful movie. Um, you know, one of the best Disney animated movies. You know, Pixar. You know, aside even would uh, best one of one of the best animated movies of all time in, in my opinion. So um, absolutely love this movie. Hans?
1: I'm about to break your hearts. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, so I, I'm just gonna come out and say, who hurt
2: you? Can you just talk
1: Tell us? Who hurt you? I am, I am not a huge Wally fan. Um, I don't, and 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 I'll and sad I robot seen noises. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie in 14 years. Um, I have never rewatched it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it as an adult and maybe appreciate it a little more. Maybe when my son gets a little older, or he might want to watch it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, right now, he's into Cars and Toy Story. Um, I I just I Think don't. I more remember more watching dense, this. You know. I remember watching this and being like, eh, "It's all right." I mean, I I don't. I like I was 23. I'm like I, I. I mean, you guys are similar ages, so I was just kind of just like ah, younger, younger yeah you're younger but I'm it's yeah. like i don't it's it's okay like i i i get it. like catherine loves it and i'm just like i i could never watch this again and be happy but i i you know i for me i just wow. and it's not necessarily like not. there's not i don't know like what is it turns me off about it where it's just like i don't mind if the movie has any talking like i love there will be blood and i think like the first like the half hour then we're talking in yeah. there um yeah i just i don't know i from what i remember like i maybe i need to rewatch it um I, it just it's kind of a lot of the movie i forget like i even forgot about when you were talking about they go into space and all the overweight people are there and i forgot i forgot that even was part of the story and i thought it was just like wally and eve and they people came down to earth i so wow. i learned a lot i learned a lot with this you should have hurt
0: <laughs> hurt by this yes uh, um, so do yourself a favor do me a favor do me a solid just yeah. revisit this because I, I have Absolutely. a feeling you'll like it and while you're at it show your son there's a better way than cars and have him watch some Wally so he doesn't grow up and trash that might be planet. a tough
2: one Greg <laughs> the
0: toys right. are littered on
2: the floor that hand steps
1: on uh, he he can recite cars three not cars one cars three. So, well wow. Oh. I, I think, mean, uh, maybe he can recite Wally. All he has to say to step is it Wally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <he's like>, Wally. <laughs> yeah. I, do I really want him walking around the house just saying that? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. The answer is yes.
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. 100%. I feel like I just need to to move on. Um, on the, the next person's list or hands' list because uh, that just that hurt deep. I hope I hope the listeners are okay. I hope you weren't driving or doing any type of activity that could have caused you to. Injure yourself by hearing this spicy hot take.
1: Sorry, but
2: it's things. It's okay. It's just it burns my eyes.
1: All right. So That's let's fair. let's move on then. Hands, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh your name, which is another studio mm. Ghibli Ghibli movie, whichever we're going how we're pronouncing it today. Um this came out in 2016. Um it is this is actually um, I think I saw this in the theater with Tim um i'm not exactly sure um this was one of those b-wing movies uh nice yeah so very small very intimate theater um with like 10 seats um yeah i remember like seeing this this is like i saw this after this was after um the wind rises so this was once i kind of opened my eyes to studio ghibli movies um i i made sure like when i saw the trailer for this to kind of put it on my list um it's about uh, and I, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, I don't want to go into too much spoilers with it. Um, it's basically two different stories of two different people that come to like a, a, a boy and a girl who come, like, kind of are sharing this, this kind of like, I guess, weird event, or, like a unique event where they're like yeah. seeing each other's lives and they're like communicating, but they're like they're not it's like kind of like in a dream the the um the boy sees the girl and they're like communicating back and forth and as the story progresses it's not necessarily just like a like it's not like a like like some kind of like weird like there's actually like the story in the background kind of has a big effect of why these two are kind of experiencing this like kind of super i don't want to say supernatural but like this um Like, uh, this connection, connection. thank you, thank you. There's like this connection with each other. Um, I I watched this, I I don't know if there's like an English dubbing, but I I watched this. I don't know any of the voices that were, (coughs) excuse me, people that did the voices for this. Um, but it is a fantastic, beautiful movie. Um, some of the the visuals in it for, um, for like an anime style movie, um, are, are really great, especially towards the end of the movie once um excuse me once um you know the the story starts developing but um you know I definitely recommend like whenever I think of Studio Ghibli I I go your name like definitely watch it over I like I enjoy this way like a lot more than the wind rises and I love the wind rises um but at the time this was probably um one of my favorite animated movies like I've ever seen and I was sheltered with like Disney movies up until like this point um, with maybe one or two non Disney, but yeah, I uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. I don't think Greg. I don't think you have, have you?
0: I have not. Um, this is something I definitely do want to check out, uh, but I just um, I I didn't get around to it was in it when it was in theater. So I'll have to check to see if it's on a streaming service like uh, uh, Crunchyroll or um, Funimation or. Uh,
1: if HBO not, Max. I mean, I I own it. So if you're ever in the area, I can. Oh, nice. You. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: appreciate that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just uh, I, I can't comment too much on it. I just know that um, when it came out, there was a lot of hubbub about it being, you know, a really good yeah. film and, you know, something to must see. So, uh, again, you know, I, I look forward to checking it out, but I, I can't comment uh, either here nor there on it.
2: Your Honor, I didn't see him. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean this. Uh, I did see this movie. It's um, uh, similar to Chris. I mean, it, it was it came out in 2016, so I saw it then, and I don't think I've seen it again or revisited it. And I think I had gone in again. Another thing where it's like the hype cycles. Like everyone's like, you got to check this out. Um, I think I even went down to the Ritz to go see it, but um, I went and saw it and was was I, I liked it a lot. It's just something that I don't think stands out for me as far as like when we talk about these top five lists. Um, and maybe that just needs another revisit from me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's like a book that they end up both writing in, Chris, or there's like a note that they, they're writing in. So like that's how they kind of find out that there's a connection between the two of them or a journal or something. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And it's like what yeah, and then once
1: um, it gets like developed, like the, there's like kind of like yeah. a story, yeah. Like it gets you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Right. That's yeah. yeah. And this is actually
2: the uh the first um, I think it's, or it was the second, um, anime film in Japan, to gross, uh, 10 billion yen. Um, you know, that, um, I don't know if it actually was studio Ghibli. Um, I'm looking, I, no, it I wasn't here. I don't, th- I, right. yeah,
1: I don't think it was. So apologies on, on, on my, uh... yeah. But, um, so this one, this
2: one was the second film to, uh, you know, gr- cross that barrier. So it just shows the impact that it had, you know, Uh, over you know in japan um when it came out and um yeah greg this is definitely one i would say this is a little bit more heavy animation so not one you're probably sitting the kiddos down to watch um but you know this one uh is is definitely worth checking out uh to go see so highly suggest it
1: for for the folks out there nice okay i think it is on funimation so if you okay yeah
0: I believe oh, nice. I have a subscription for that. So I will definitely. Who knows what anybody it. has
2: subscriptions
0: to? <laughs> so, I, legit, sometimes I'll sign up and just forget it. Because I, I know I was using Funimation for a while to watch My Hero Academia, uh, but I don't remember if I oh, canceled nice. after that or continued on. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for the uh, heads up. Uh, Harry, what do you got for us?
2: Yeah. So uh, we've obviously touched base on. Um, wally uh on greg's list so i won't i won't dive back into that uh the next movie to me uh near and dear to my heart um kind of i guess i don't remember when i saw this officially but it's from 1940 uh and it's fantasia um now this movie leave it to harry to go pre-star wars era (laughs) yeah leave it to me um so this was this was a movie that was shown to me by my dad um so it has it has a, a resonance for me as far as in you know its importance and you know not not trying to get too emotional for it uh but um you know it it's it's kind of a long movie it's about 2 hours um which you know for animated features as we talked about earlier is a, is a little bit long um and it's this weird animated interpretation of great works of uh western classical music um you know from you know stravinsky to you know, Beethoven and told in these different stories, you know, and, and weird, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say it's your typical animated feature. Um, but it's just something that, that blew me like away as a kid when you saw it. And I was just in like, I rewatched it a hundred times. We had the VHS, my, uh, my dad to, you know, till the last day that he had his van, he had the tape of the Fantasia soundtrack. And whenever I borrowed it, I would, I would pop that bad boy in and just be transported back to when I was a kid. Um, you know, the the Sorcerer's Apprentice um, is, you know, uh, I guess because there's so many different directors in this and writers and it's like kind of a bunch of mini stories. It, it's a weird time. Um, it, it was not it wasn't nominated for Oscars, but won like two honorary Oscars because I think. They didn't know how to categorize this back in 1940, um, but the Sorcerer's Apprentice is one that that really hits home for me. Um, I love that version of Mickey. It's my favorite thing. You know, when I go to Disney World to do Fantasmic or um, to see to see my favorite show um, in Disney. But yeah, so yeah, love Fantasia. Can't can't speak. If you haven't checked it out, it's an experience. I believe it's on Disney Plus. Um, yeah, would would highly suggest it. Again, it's just something you can throw on and not even really pay attention to, and just hear the music and kind of, you know, not all the stories are you know linear. I guess I would say like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Some of them are just creatures roaming around and doing weird things. Um, it, it's uh, it's an experience. That's all I could say. Um, Hans, what about you? Have you have you seen the 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 beauty that is Fantasia?
1: I've seen the one scene that probably ninety nine percent of people in this world can identify, and that's the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, yeah, I didn't know there was anything more to Fantasia. Maybe up until a couple of years ago, me. There's know. another. There's another hour and forty five, my friend, which I did not know about. Um, I, and I—that's what like everyone goes to when they think of Fantasia is that scene. Um, I know there's more yeah. to it. Um, I've not seen it. I've heard great things. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the fact that I'm—I'm I'm glad that you enjoy it so much, and it kind of. Brings you back to being a child. Um, it's and you know it's it's a 1940 movie, so you gotta include that one of those on, on your <laughs> list somewhere. Um Absolutely. pre pre uh, pre-Star Wars. Um, but no, from what I've seen, like well, I mean, I the all Disney animation, like at that point, was like i I've, they I feel like every movie they were trying to do something new with the animation, like with hand drawn, um yeah, with the hand hand-drawn um movies, but uh, and and nineteen forty, like for even the visuals from the Sorcerer's Apprentice are like really like incredible, with just like the whole the the moving of the water and like just just the water the stream, the 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 brooms and their animation, like and mm-hmm. how they're getting them all, like they're all yeah. lined up and marching, and it, it it honestly is like really incredible for that time, and I I feel like this movie was like really far ahead of its time in terms of like the animation game, and it just it opened like the world up to what disney was going to become um so i know it wasn't his first animated movie but i feel like it uh it really just like this this um uh, no pun intended with the, it really opened the like kind of the waves up to just like opening the world up to like yep like disney disney's just going to keep doing this kind of stuff so yeah. it turned out and- good so
2: yeah, I, th- I don't think I mentioned it because I mentioned Fantasmic in Disney World, but Philhar Magic um, is my yeah. is is my favorite, my favorite thing in Disney. If, I, if I'm being honest about it, I absolutely love it. And Sorcerer's Apprentice, you know, makes a makes a cameo in that. So tying it all together there with that, Papa. Mm.
0: What about you? I love this pick. This is a fantastic (laughs) thing. This is so good, and I'm happy that you have this on here. Yeah, Fantasia is great. And for the listeners, not to be confused with the much lesser Fantasia 2000. This is the Mm. OG Fantasia. Um, Yes. Yeah, I I go back and watch Fantasia probably once every two, three years um, just because it's so good. I I love just putting it on and listening to the music and watching the visuals. Very trippy, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sorcerer's Apprentice definitely the best segment of uh, of the movie. But, dear listeners, I submit for your attention uh, the most metal thing that Disney has ever done. Um, maybe discounting maybe discounting the the Horned King from the Black Cauldron. But I'm talking about Chernabog from A Night <laughs> on Bald Mountain uh so friggin' <laughs> nice cool. uh yeah i i go nuts for fantasia i really love this and you know all the things that have spun out from it like you mentioned uh with philhar magic and uh phantasmic um, those things uh fantastic um you know it's just it's crazy to think that uh someone had the idea to marry classical music with um these short animated segments and um, yeah And, you know, who knows where they came up with this, uh, uh, with the with the ideas for each segment, because it just my my first thought wouldn't be, you know, synchronized swimming hippos or, you know, mushrooms (laughs) dancing around um, for for these segments. Yeah, very, very trippy indeed, but definitely well worth it. Um, Stands the test of time. Absolutely. So, yeah, I just uh, I'm over the moon with this this movie and it's it is a great pick.
2: Yeah, if you haven't um, seen Fantasia, definitely check it out. I mean, two thousand as well. I mean, you could check out, but again, as Greg said, it's a it's a little a little lesser. Yeah, and sorry, Philhar I magic cut you off.
1: Philhar Magic is my, my my second favorite nap spot in Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, what's your first my favorite? Film? I I want to say like probably um, Hall of Presidents. They got
2: rid of they oh. got rid of uh, they got rid of uh, Ellen's whatever. That's <laughs> I, I, I would ride.
1: yeah i would stay awake during all that 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 was for 39 minutes yeah that was a long
0: one all right so we're gonna move on here uh my next pick is from 2012 and it is wreck it ralph i'm gonna wreck it uh i absolutely love this movie um phenomenal voice cast john c Riley as the titular ralph uh you got jack mcbriar as fix it felix and Jane Lynch is in there. Sarah Silverman got to fix it. Yeah. Sarah Silverman tremendous as uh, Vanellope. Uh you know, other voices. You got Mindy Kaling and Ed O'Neill and Alan Tudyk, uh Dennis Haysbert, all kinds of uh some class acts there. But uh I I love that it ties into video games. It's set in, you know, a retro arcade. Uh love that we have appearances from other video game franchise characters yeah uh which was very surprising that you know disney was able to get through this and if you've if you've read anything on it uh, it sounds like it was a heck of a process because the companies would fight over oh well this character is bigger than this character and you know this character should be faster than this one and uh there were whole arguments but disney was able to get it sorted through and and work with them because it was that important to have these other franchise characters in here um and the story itself, you know, that Ralph is destined seemingly to do one thing for eternity, uh, what, what he was made to do. And, you know, he Wrecking. doesn't, yeah, he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to be that guy. So what does he do? And, and he goes on an adventure and helps out a little squirt named Vanellope and, uh, man, their chemistry is just magic. I absolutely love them. And, you know, vanelope, uh, she is, um, She's got a, a little bit of a troublemaker in her, but she is, uh, um, sweet as her name implies as well. Uh, I just, I love everything about this movie. Uh, again, unique. They, they brought it in, it brought in the concept of technology and video games, something you don't normally see, uh, in Disney movies. And, uh, um, uh, again, you know, another movie here that spawned a sequel that was lesser, uh, the second one, Ralph breaks the internet. Okay, um, but you could skip it. But I would say check out Wreck It Ralph if you're uh, a fan of good movies or great movies. Um, <laughs> great movies, definitely. Uh, what do you guys think, Hands? What do you think about Wreck It Ralph?
1: Um, this was like kind of like Toy Story to me, where like you, they have so many different video game references. Where it's just like Toy Story. At, at, at when I saw Toy Story, I was like a ten or eleven. It's just like. Oh, these are all the different toys I played with. And then once Wreck-It Ralph came, it's like, they started like, these are all the different video game characters that, that, you know, I was familiar with, um, which, which was pretty cool. Um, I, I, one of the most annoying people, one of the people who has the most annoying voices in Hollywood is Sarah Silverman. Um, oh. <laughs> she, she did not bother me in this. Um, so I can't, okay. uh, I thought she was, she has that like annoying child voice. So I think it fit really well with the character she was playing. Um, John C. Riley, he's amazing. Like it, 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 his voice yeah. is, his voice definitely fits like someone like Ralph, like big and oafy. Um, <laughs> I don't remember too much. I mean, I, I watched it recently, maybe about a couple months ago. It was on TV. Um, it's a really, it's a really good story. Um, just to see, you know, like you would said, like Ralph's destined to be this this bad guy, and he wants to kind of break out of it. Um, his relationship with Penelope is great. The sequel, I do enjoy. Actually, I don't know if I like it more mm-hmm. than Wreck-It Ralph, but I liked how they introduced Ralph in this, and and I think they they ended it on a note where you know, like everyone loves him, and they they still continue to kind of still do the whole role of the game, but he's like on a whole different level, like with everyone and everyone else in the game. Um, I love the animation of just seeing some of the people, like the people that live in the building, like they're like goofy <laughs> like motion. I think yeah. that's great. It's, yeah. it's almost like stop motion. Um, yeah, I I it's it's definitely a great movie. I I mean I I'm glad you included this because I, I I will admit that sometimes I do forget that it it kind of exists. Um I think it it's it's one of those Disney movies that came and went. Um and I think that like if it didn't come out with the sequel or what Ralph breaks the internet, I feel like a lot more people would forget that Wreck it Ralph existed. Um, but it's good. He's starting to get a little more visibility in Disney World, um, which I think is is well deserved. So yeah. How when I,
0: uh, oh, when I, oh, well, I was just gonna say, when I went to Disney World, my magic band was Ralph. So, oh, nice, right. yeah. they
1: even had like a meet and greet with him before COVID where you can like get pictures with him. Um, and he's like big, Ophi, and you know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that he kind of got a little more recognition outside of the movie. So, I think there definitely is, um, there was like a lot of interest, but I think if it wasn't for Ralph Internet, kind of a lot of people would be like, oh, like they kind of would forget it was like kind of a disney movie
0: yeah well it's crazy i mean this has been 10 years now since it was released right so i now wow. tell yeah. me about it harry what are your thoughts Louise.
2: um you know uh love this pick um didn't make my list just because i don't know i don't know why actually uh this is a great movie um i love the kind of early on scene where like there's that weird Call of Duty Gears of War like uh part that Ralph gets thrown into where it's like he's he's going to be the action hero and it's like wait what um <laughs> you know what is this world i could die here um and this is just a kudos to Disney of just creating a world that we all probably make up that we think exists like what what do the video games do when we turn them off and it's like they go into the the plug world and they go to tappers and they, you know, they have a drink and they hang out and, you know, they all mingle amongst uh, the different games. So just creating a world that like, you know, you might imagine at some point in your life or you might try to create um, going back to Legos. Um, but, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is just, uh, you know, you know, just trying to change the person who you are. And like, is this what I'm meant to do for the rest of my life? I feel like I can do more. And uh, there's a, there's another um No, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. But yeah, no, no, this is a wonderful pick. Uh, Absolutely love this movie.
1: Thank you. Uh, Hans, what do you got next? Next, I have the 2020 movie Soul, which is Disney Pixar. Um, I'm going to go out and say this. This is top tier Pixar. Um, Mm. I absolutely love this movie. I've watched this movie a lot. Um, You know, Harry touched on it a little bit ago when he said, you know, the movie's basically about this musician, um, musician voiced by Jamie Foxx, who um, he's like a high school music teacher and really wants kind of his big break in the jazz world. And, you know, he kind of is, I don't want to say he feels like he's destined to be bigger. Um, but it's, uh, you know, at, at one point he he falls down, falls down a manhole and almost dies. And he's kind of stuck mm-hmm. in between like, that afterlife of like your soul still existing. Um, but you're not like kind of moved on to whatever's next. Yeah. Um, and then that he is partnered up with Tina Fey's character who, um, you know, he basically has to, they, they get badges apparently where your soul gets badges and once you get it, you can return to earth or go to earth Um, so, you know, Tina Fey's, uh, what is her number? 22, I believe. Um, yeah. So she's going through and trying to, wants to stay in this world. And Joe, Jamie Foxx's character doesn't, he wants to go and live again. Um, but then he kind of like at one point realizes that, you know, his life is kind of meaningless. It's not important. And it's a very, um, in Pixar fashion is a very heartbreaking story, from like, you know, you, you kind of question a lot, like, like when the first time I watched it, you do question a lot about like life is like, what is the kind of like the meaning of it? Um, like, are you really happy doing what you're doing in life? And like, you know, are you chasing your dreams? And, you know, Joe kind of realizes that like everything that he's kind of done hasn't really led him to anywhere. And, but, you know, by the end of the, you know, he keeps trying and he wants to, at one point if he, uh, and this isn't a spoiler. He ends up in the body of a cat. Um, and it just gets really goofy. And Tina Fey ends up in his body. Um, so, no, it, which I didn't realize was actually part of the movie. Um, I thought <laughs> I that was a cool surprise to see like halfway through. But it's, yeah. it's cool. Like, you, there's some amazing dialogue in it. It actually opened. I, I don't want to say I'm like a big jazz head now. But, um, you know, you kind of appreciate the style of music. They, uh, in Epcot, they put like a little display for some of like the history um, around some of the famous like jazz musicians. Um, so I think it's cool that it's getting a little recognition. Um, I know this was, got released during um, COVID time. Um, so it went right to uh, Disney Plus, which I was really happy about because when I saw it, saw the trailer, like I was like kind of and actually saw the movie, I was like kind of blown away with it. So, hmm. um, yeah. Your thoughts
2: greg i know you were saving some thoughts for this one so why don't you go ahead first
1: yeah so
0: i really really enjoy soul um and i think it is a uh a good pick um i think that my not concern but like my question would be is this recency bias for you guys i mean interesting look the movie has only been that is a great shout that is a great shout the movie has only been out for a year and a half and you know how many times have each of us seen this movie not questioning that it's not great but it's like yeah i know i've only watched it once you know i'm sure yeah and you know i'm sure it's the same with hands so i i just uh I don't know. I think it's a little too soon to, to be singing its praises as like, Oh, this is a favorite movie of mine when it's like, you yeah. haven't really given it time to breathe, you know? Um, yeah. I. Sorry. I didn't mean
2: to cut you off. I Man, mean, answer. I know, I know hands is chopping at the bit um, mm. for it, but it's for me, like that is a good point. I think, you know, part of part of, but I would also counter with like, sometimes I think nostalgia plays too much of a role. Um, So you kind of try to balance that in a way. Um. But like, I think for me, this movie kind of hit, you know, and maybe maybe it is the kind of like deep soul search, like for lack of a soul searching of like, why are we put here? What is our purpose? You know, you know, what are we how can we you know, what are we destined to do or how do we feel, you know, about what we're destined to do? Um, But yeah, recent Chris, I know you're chomping at the bit. Recency bias. Is this recency bias as far as how we feel about soul?
1: I don't want to say it's recency bias because I mean I, I I think that I mean two years it's came out two years ago so I don't like what do you consider recent like well I mean it came I, out and, but last I mean if December it's right to no I don't think I can't I think it came out in the spring didn't it or was it December oh no it was twenty oh, twenty it was twenty twenty December, 2020, so. it was 2020, December yes, right maybe about a year and a half ago. I don't remember the actual date um but I, I don't know I mean to go on your point Greg I've watched it more than once I've watched this probably about like four times. I'd say like four or five times, um, at least four in whole. Um, I, I think it's hard to, like, I, it's hard to say, like, you know, this could probably, my my thought could probably change. Like, I'm always going to consider this like a top tier at this point, Pixar movie, until if they release more movies, then maybe some movies will knock it out. But I mean, of what they have, I, I would definitely put this in like a top five for me um, for Pixar. Um, I, I, I think that saying recency bias like kind of takes away like the fact like Imagine. if it's a fa- if it's a favorite then i mean it it definitely is it's you know it's it's a, a like a it's a, a matter of opinion so like even though like maybe if you watch and and maybe if you watch it a little more and say like you know you find more different things with it like i've watched it like four or five times and i and i find different things mm. with it each time i watch it Um, I I absolutely love the movie so I wouldn't really claim like say recency bias for me only because like I have watched it more than once but I, I do understand that like there are like some things with that where like I've gone back and like just to use like Facebook as like I put Facebook statuses for like holy s like this movie was fantastic and I go look back and I'm like I'll look back I think I said that for like Dark Knight Rises and I've gone back and said like oh my god this movie sucks. Like I was completely wrong. <laughs> so I understand there are cases that I've been guilty of recency bias, but I wouldn't use it for soul for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's so fair.
2: after, after you put Finn down to sleep and you've watched car three cars, cars, two cars, three, you throw on soul. My man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say too, that this, this movie is, uh, is really deep. Um, and it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny. It's full of soul as it implies. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I think it's a good pick. I just, you know, I questioned with it being so new to being released. It, you know, does this really stand as an all-time favorite for you guys? But if you say it does, then so be it.
2: I will say it is a, it is a spicy meatball from hands here. Not having Uh, Wally in his Mm -hmm. top five, but putting soul in his top five.
1: Typical, (laughs) typical hand ratty fashion. I love it. I, I just, it. I yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll argue with the like, I, and I, I've said that for however long that movie came out. I'm just oh, like, I, know, right. I know, I know, I know. sorry. What are your thoughts on Soul? Um,
0: yeah, I know, I mean, I, I know you already have it. My
2: but... honorable mention. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was my honorable mention, and I think you do bring up a good point, Greg. I, I think it could be a thing. You know, how often do I revisit it? Um, but see, I always try to stick with my first feelings on a film unless it changed otherwise. You know, like. I I think we've kind of talked a little bit about this with um, the new Spider-Man movie, um, No Way Home, Mm -hmm. of kind of just like, is that more, you know, a nostalgic, you know, injection. what you say. (laughs) Listen, we know how you feel about it. You don't feel that way about it, you know? Um, So I would just say we've kind of discussed that. But um, yeah, Soul for me, it was an honorable mention just because of how You know, the impact that like that, you know, Greg, you talked about, you know, Waterworks a little bit. That movie got me really choked up when, you know, the ending kind of comes up and you kind of see, you know, what what life is all about. But like you did say, Greg, it is a heavy movie. You know, I think we did watch it with our nephew, um, Eddie, and he just wasn't um, wasn't vibing with it, um, which is easy to see. Yeah, right over his head um, (laughs) for it. So not a surprise. Eddie will watch like Hackers or something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly exactly
0: good good shouts good jumps <laughs> uh okay moving on so here's the thing folks we have yeah. one movie left for each of us
1: and it we, all happens to be the same movie wow surprising surprisingly yes. we all agree on something ah,
0: i so, wouldn't Hara, say
1: surprisingly on this
0: hair take it home what is the mystery yeah.
2: movie that we all have on our list mystery movie i'm sure anybody who might know us or anybody who thinks of top tier animation I, I think this is the pinnacle for us for it um it's 2018 spider-man into the spider-verse um which uh you know for my money is probably maybe you know could be considered the best spider-man movie but um you know and in and the new uh part one i believe is is the next uh is the next part of spider-man into the spider-verse 2 or the spider verse across the spider verse thank you mm-hmm. um one of our most anticipated movies of this year um yeah so this movie did win best animated feature which if it didn't it was going to be an absolute crime um and that was the only oscar that it won so as far as uh, awards there go with that um but this also takes a different spin. You know, obviously we're used to uh, the Peter Parker Spider-Man um, who is in this as well. Um, but this star is teen Miles Morales becomes the Spider-Man of his universe, and he must join with five spider powered individuals from other dimensions to stop um. A threat for realities so i'll kind of g- turn it over to greg here to kind of touch base on some of the other parts of the film um just because i want us, i want us each to be able to dip our toes into this because man is this is this movie incredible
0: so it's funny because when i first saw the trailer like the very first i, I think it was a teaser trailer that came out i yeah. was like this animation style is definitely unique. It it, it looks a yeah. little wonky and I, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it all the way. I was excited 100%. for the movie. It's the animation. Me off completely.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: The animation kind of, you know, threw me off. It was a little strange. But when I sit down and watch the movie, it just it works perfectly. It's so well, oh so fitting. Um, I mean, the character is all enjoyable. It's filled with spidey humor and spidey heart you know where it's it's constant that sarcastic joke and and uh you know just the the humor of it um i i will say i because i rewatched this again recently i uh i forget i or i always forget that um the other spider people outside of peter parker don't have as much screen time as i always think that they do
2: yeah um they
0: they come in you know fairly late into the movie but uh uh, outside of Gwen also I should say because yeah, Gwen has uh, she's in it from basically the beginning but uh, but yeah I mean there's just I don't know what's not to love about this movie like there, I I cannot say anything negative or bad about it I can't think of anything that would make somebody not want to see this movie even if you're not a comic book fan I mean the visual aesthetic is just so unique and and pleasing and um soundtracks bumping uh I, I just i don't know i mean i i love the movie hands
1: what do you got because i'm kind of at a yeah. loss for words here it's so good i absolutely love this movie um there's this was when we when, you know we kind of brought up the idea of like animated movies this is like this was number one like re- if we were ranking them and like i yeah. would have been number one regardless um like harry said i wouldn't necessarily say it's probably the uh, it's arguably probably the best Spider-Man movie. Um, it opened up the world to miles Morales, who is a absolutely fantastic character. Um, and even like, even in the miles Morales, like Spider-Man game, like I'm glad, like, I, I don't know if like they decided like with the game to make it because of the success with um, into the spider verse. Um, Cause I know it's maybe like a two year difference. So the game is probably already in development. But I I love the character of Miles. Um, I love that they included all you know all the different Spider Men in it, um, and I'm glad that, that it didn't take the focus off of Miles' story because I think that once it's going into across the Spider Verse, like it's gonna like it got weird in the first movie. Like I just <laughs> like from the trailer that that that's coming out, it looks like it's just gonna go to like a completely different level. Um, you know, they got Oscar Isaac um, doing um, what's it 2099 Spider Man. Yeah. Um the I just I'm I'm I remember leaving and I mentioned this before on a previous episode. Like I remember being in this theater when the credits were rolling and downloaded the soundtrack and listened to that. And I still do. And that's almost four years, like three there. and a half, four years ago. Yeah. And I like I it just this is I still listen to this on like maybe once or twice a week. Um I try and watch the movie make every couple months because it's it's just that good. Um, so if I don't watch new movies, it's because I'm rewatching this. Um, yeah, it just there's a lot to like dissect. I love the animation style did throw me off, but it worked like you said, Greg, it it's absolutely so works. Yeah. And I love like even like it, people a lot of people joke about the kingpin. Um, I love his book <laughs> in this. He's just like a head and like like it's, it's kind of hard to like, frame a big box. Yeah. yeah. Um I love how like they were um like, joking about, like, Vincent D'Onofrio in coming back, they would make him look like that, like, the Into the Spider-Verse like (laughs) thing, and they put his head on it it was great Um, yeah, it just, this kind of opened the eyes, like, and you're saying, like, you don't have to be a comic book fan to enjoy this movie, you don't, like, everyone knows the story of Spider-Man, and that's how I love how they, like, kind of touched on it, like, introducing all the different characters and saying, like, this is their backstory and it's all pretty much, like the same except like little details are, are changed um yeah and that's what i love about like movies like like so, I, uh, like spider-man batman everyone knows like the general story of it and they're always told like we got like like they're always like spend time explaining like all right uncle ben died like that poor guy died on screen like too many times and like batman you see his parents killed every single movie and i think that um like this was a cool like kind of joking about that like of how like how similar and like their their origins. Um, I'm pretty sure Kirsten Dunst is in does a voice in this. Does she do Mary Jane? Mm, Zoe Kravitz does the voice. Yeah, in Mary Zoe Jane. Kravitz does. Oh, uh, I thought it was Kirsten Dunst. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought it was. Um, it sounded just like her. But um, yeah, great voice cast. You get um, you got uh, I can't say Shamik. Sh- Shameik Yeah, Shameik Moore. Yeah, Shameik Moore. Yeah, Moore. Moore. Um, and then like you go into the sequel with like Oscar Isaac, Kelly Steinfeld, who's like just knocking it out of the park. Um, which I just saw her in Edge of Seventeen the other day, which is a great movie. Great yeah, movie. So, yeah. So, so shout out to these guys
0: or the casting director for having the foresight to bring in all these future MCU stars because you've got. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld, Mahershala Ali, Ryan yep. Tyree uh-huh. Henry, uh, yeah. Oscar Isaac. These are all people that are in the MCU now. And yeah. it's like they they were uh, they were in
1: Catherine as well. Oh, yeah. Catherine the, uh,
2: Dr. Dr. Rock.
1: Yeah. And I'm not um, going to say that it's possible, but I think that you can have like the fact that we just got no way home with like three different Spider-Man. I think it would be really cool if they like dip into that a little bit and have some fun Ugh. with it with this one, I said, have some fun. I don't mean like make it a, a prime story thing, so. but I think that would be really cool. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm down fun. for any, for more miles Morales. Um, it's absolutely very underrated character. And I don't think a lot of people kind of knew who he was, that he was yeah. a version of Spider-Man and, um, yeah, I just, I, we should have a Spider-Man podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah i mean you, you we didn't even mention jake johnson doing the the peter b parker yeah uh, storyline chris pine plays the miles morales's world peter mm-hmm. uh parker um in there as well nick cage john mulaney as uh john mulaney is uh the ham uh spider ham and <laughs> uh yeah. nicholas cage is spider-man noir um so yeah just the movie's so unique and i mean you know, we, I I don't think we have, I mean, maybe we do have a no way home without this movie, but I remember like Greg was saying, I was totally kind of put off by the trailers for it. And I was like, dude, another Spider-Man kind of adaptation. Like, I don't know about this. And, you know, taking a shot, seeing the reviews, you know, I'm usually a person who likes to avoid them, but everybody was talking about this is, this is it. This is the one here. And when we talk, this is a game changing animation, like, For me, it's almost like, you know, it kind of puts others to shame. Or if you want to do some type of superhero, you know, uh, IP with this or even Star Wars in a way, it's like you got to be looking at this as like the template and like the go to and what you're trying to achieve for it. Um, You know, I think it'll be hard to top, um, but I'm super pumped for for uh, Across the Spider-Verse Part One. Uh, Absolutely cannot wait
1: likewise also no chris pratt you'll <laughs> <laughs> find a, a way to throw him in on this on the Dude, next i one. swear <laughs> to god i swear to god if he somehow ends up in the next one i'm gonna be so bad oh god don't don't you put that on us ricky bobby <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh all right. Well, that is our list of fave 5 animated movies. Uh hit us up in the comments or you know wherever on the socials, let us know what your fave 5 animated movies are and uh you know go nuts. Um as always, you can find us uh on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at PS Live Spicy. Uh everywhere leave us a review if it's on itunes if there's any platform you want to hear us on uh please let us know if we're not on there already
1: uh hands anything for the peeps no just thanks for thanks for sticking in with this earlier in the year we got one month down got some cool topics coming up so again like greg had said if we missed any any movies there's a ton of animated movies that i know we missed and you know please share them um and yeah talk to you next time anything for the peeps yeah i will say uh you
2: know hinting more at it uh this this won't be the last time we will uh discuss animated films um as uh we'll plan to revisit that um go see into the spider verse uh you know uh would definitely say i think we can all agree on that and appreciate everyone listening uh we'll see you guys in in two weeks uh and you know uh enjoy enjoy valentine's day I, if, if you celebrate if you don't that's usually my way so enjoy that as well mm-hmm. i'll come enjoy. over and give you a hug oh, <laughs> sounds
1: nice.
0: all right everybody well until next time as always make sure you live spicy